The reading this morning is from John's Gospel, chapter 21, and starting at the first verse, which if you want to follow it in your pew Bibles, is on page 1090. Jesus and the Miraculous Catch of Fish Afterwards, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, also known as Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, Friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, Throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, It is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from the shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153. But even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus had appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. This is the word of the Lord. Father, as we look at your word, we ask that you'd open our eyes to see you afresh this morning. Amen. And we're looking at a story which we know uh, extremely well. Uh, The disciples, I mean, Jesus had already appeared to the disciples on several occasions after his resurrection. Uh, But for some reason, they, I'm not surprised, but they must have been terribly confused. So they do what they knew what to do, uh, and that was to go fishing. So they potter off fishing, and they struggle all night uh, with no reward. And then they see this uh, person on the beach, and uh, they're asked to cast their net on the other side. They catch a lot of fish, and then John realises and recognises it's Jesus And Peter dives, as we've seen, swims ashore, uh, and uh, they meet with Jesus. Now, it's a great story, 
But why is it so important? And I've been sort of asking myself that question uh, all week. And for me, I think it comes down to one reason. One reason. Now, I'm going to need someone's help on this. Perla, come and help. I want you to describe what you see. Okay? Um, What are you looking at? I'm looking at a person with a blowing a trumpet or something. Okay, no, that's good. That's good. Thank you. Do you believe her? (laughs) You do believe her. Interestingly, you see, in the days of the Bible, the first person that Jesus appeared to was a woman. And women's opinions were not really, well, they were almost disregarded in the Bible, in those, in those days. So I just thought we'd ask a, forgive me for calling you, a child first. Because in our society, we don't pay a huge amount of attention to children. Who else wants to come and have a look and describe what they can see? Someone a little older, perhaps. Just a little older. Come on, Paul. So, uh, I can see a person too, yep. and I think they are playing an instrument. Should I keep going? Yeah. Yeah, I think you want. it might be a saxophone. Okay, thank you. Do we believe him? That's a relief, Paul. <laughs> you see, what is important, uh, because we could keep going, couldn't we? And I could ask every single person here to come and have a look. And you've heard two different versions of the same thing. They said the same thing, they just said it slightly differently. And what is important for Jesus is that everyone gets to see him. Now, this is indeed a person. It is indeed a person playing a musical instrument, and it is indeed a saxophone. I happen to have a saxophone in the garage. Don't ask me to play it. It's a very, very long time since I did. And you wouldn't like the results. But what if there was a queue of ten, or should we say twelve people, who have seen something, and they're all saying the same thing? Would we believe him? Or them? We probably would. And if we had, say... 500 people who had seen something, would we believe them? We probably would. You see, it's important for people to have seen Jesus in order to speak about him. And the more people that saw him, the more that you can trust their account. Now I want to ask you all a different question, particularly the front two rows. Who is it here that has met, or ever met, in fact, Captain Ian Oswald Little? Has anyone met him? No. Has anyone in the congregation ever met Captain Ian Oswald Little? No. Interesting. This is Anna's great uncle, who uh, was in the Second World War, and he got the Victoria Cross. But not a single member here has met him. Do you believe his story? You do. Why do you believe it? 
Why do you believe it? Because it's true. Why do you know it's true? Because people were there that witnessed it. Did they? And the witnesses wrote it down. And the witnesses have consistently spoken about this story. Now, some of you uh, who are younger in the family may not know the story at all. Shall I tell you? This was on the 3rd of April, 1945. And he was commander... Uh, or commanding a company of the Coldstream Guards. And he was asked to capture a bridge uh, which was going over a river. The bridge was covered on the far bank by the opposition. And the opposition was 150 strong and they had three gun emplacements. So what would you do in a situation like that? I can tell you, run, yes, exactly. One thing I wouldn't do is climb over the 10-foot wall which was projecting, uh, protecting the bridge uh, because he had noticed that the bridge was prepared for demolition with 500-pound bombs. Having directed his two platoons near to the bank, he ran alone, scaled the 10-foot high roadblock with the intention of neutralising the charges defusing the bombs, and then they could take the bridge intact. So he crossed the whole length of the bridge by himself under intense enemy fire. He disconnected the charges on the far side of the bridge. He cut the wires. He then had to kneel to defuse the bombs, thereby making himself a static, easy target. He then discovered that there were charges beneath the bridge. Completely undeterred, he he disconnected the further charges. His task completed, he climbed up the roadblock in full view of the enemy and signalled to his platoon, advance. Unbelievable. Yet not a single person here disbelieves that story. Why? Because plenty of people saw it. And they witnessed it. And they testified to it. And they've written about it. And we, who have never met him, believe the story. We, who have never met Jesus Christ, can believe his story. Jesus met his disciples on the beach. He met them. He was physically present with them. He performed a miracle for them. He talked to them. He ate with them. He spoke with them. And just like Mary at the tomb that first morning, they heard his voice and they knew it was him. Each one of us has an adventure book. Each one of us has a life story that we're going to write. And what we need is to journey with someone that we can trust. And we all said that that was going to be mum and dad. Well, you did, and I'm grateful for it. We have a great heavenly Father who will journey with us, in whom we can trust and believe because hundreds of people met him risen from the dead. So Jesus says to Toby this morning, I've got a great adventure that I've written just for you. 
Do you want to follow it? Do you want to come with me? Because it's up to your parents, it's up to your godparents, it's up to us as a community to help Toby walk that journey and walk that path together. Jesus was seen, he was heard, he was met because he had risen from the dead. He was who he claimed to be. Do we want to ask him to join in our adventure, the adventure that he's written for us? Let's bow our heads. Father, we do thank you that we can indeed rely on you. We can rely on all that we've seen and heard and had read to us because it's been testified. It's been tested out and found to be true. So in our journeys alone and together, we ask that you would journey with us, that you would be our king, you would be our majesty, that we would wear the clothes that you've given us to wear, humbly and with thanks. In your name. Amen. So we are indeed going to sing.